Hey, I'm Martini Jean, and I love being inquisitive about love, relationships, and social commentary. On today's episode, I talk about deja vu, in dating specifically. That peculiar part where you experience things with a potential partner that you used to do with a past significant other. Those memories of, oh, we loved it here, and I remember when we creep up in your mind. What do you do? How do you feel? Are they just thoughts or something more? This episode, I categorize three different aspects of deja vu and how I felt going through the motions of memory lane. This is the Inquisitive Nobody Podcast, and I hope you enjoy the show. Nobody. I'm your host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even our perspectives might not be shared. What is going on? Again, we have another original episode, um, and it is episode 151 X's Man, Days of Yours Past. Do you get deja vu when she's with you? All right, so essentially, This is uh, an episode pretty much talking about that transitional period where you find someone new and, you know, you're dating, but at the same time, subconsciously running into things or doing things that trigger things from your past, like with the next or something like that. You know, if they ask you a question and you're like, oh, yeah, I haven't done that since my last relationship or oh, the first time I did this was with my ex, etc., and stuff like that. And, you know, how, how to deal with that, how to cope with that. Um, I'm actually going through that um, a little bit right now. But don't fret. You know, it's not that serious. But it is something that I've wanted to, you know, address and stuff like that since I'm in a fairly new relationship. Yeah, so let's get into it. I'm sure you guys know exactly what I'm talking about, even if you've never been in a relationship or whatever. You, there has been times where you have done something and it just reminds you of another time that you were there. Not necessarily deja vu, not literally, even though we'll get into that. Um, you know, I don't know. Let's say you go to like a sports, you know, uh, stadium or whatever. And, you know, your, um, your favorite team is playing and, you know, and you're like, oh yeah, I remember the last time I was here, you know, they were playing them. And I was sitting in the same seat or whatever, you know, just it's just memories, just memories and thoughts just coming up. But it is different when you're with a girl and let's say you you went somewhere and it's like, oh, snap, like I remember being here. Oh, I was with like my last girl. Hmm. You know, you'd be like, oh, or, or you know, it could, it could get to you. Or if um, let's say that that new significant other finds out and they could, you know, be kind of pissed off too, like, well, like what's going on like you brought me here or whatever like you you, you've been here before with somebody else and that could be an issue as well so let's take it back you know um this you know speaking of exes and speaking about what i was uh, speaking about this uh topic in journal um i i went through the archives and i remember seeing um 
uh, something very reminiscent that's per pertinent to this episode. It was from my ex-fiance back in uh, 2013. And she wrote to me and she was saying, you know, this was in, um, uh, this was October 24th, 2013. Okay. So 10 years ago, she wrote, you have no idea how many things remind me of you or how people are brought into life that have certain similar characteristics or just topics of conversation. Sometimes it gets me a bit scary how many times that happens. It's almost like to never forget you. Yeah. And again, I've, I've experienced, you know, that that myself where I'm like, oh, like, oh, this happened or, or that happened. And it's just like, mm, well, you know, how do I deal with this? Or how is my significant other going to deal with this? And when I was talking about the deja vu thing, um, the inspiration that made me want to even talk about it was I was at work. And of course, you know, they have that uh, random radio station. And they played uh, Olivia Rodrigo's Deja Vu. And, you know, I, I you know I think it's a good song. But then when I started listening to the lyric, I mean, reading the lyrics, I was like, oh, shoot. Like, first of all, I was like, this woman's vindictive. <laughs> That's one. But it just sounded really, it, it sounded like a real interesting dynamic to go through. So I'm going to read some of the lyrics, you know, and of course the song was a hit. It peaked at number three on the Billboard Hot 100 in June 2021. So here's the first here's the first lyrics in the chorus. So she she writes car rides to Malibu, strawberry ice cream, one spoon for two and trading jackets, laughing about how small it looks on you, watching reruns of Glee, being annoying, singing in harmony. I bet she's bragging to all her friends saying you're so unique. Hmm. So when you're going to tell her that we did that, too? She thinks it's special, but it's all reused. That was our place. I found it first. I made the jokes you tell to her when she's with you. Do you get deja vu when she's with you? Yeah, and that's uh, that's pretty deep. Because, um, that is pretty damn deep. Because, <laughs> um, you know, maybe some people, some dudes might not want to tell, you know, uh, a chick that they're dating, you know, or that they have already been here with somebody else, you know? Um, and I get that. Uh, you don't have to divulge everything, but you will get those questions be brought up to you. And I mean, it's up to you if you're going to lie or not. Like for me, I don't necessarily like to be a liar. Um, but definitely at the beginning of uh, Soprano and I's relationship, you know, we get to start knowing each other and she starts asking questions. And I, and at the beginning I used to say, I used to say, Oh, my ex did this or my ex, me and my ex went there, you know? And, and I like felt bad. Cause I'm just like, damn, like I, why do I keep bringing up my ex fiance? But you have to understand like, that's, that was my literal last relationship. And a lot of those things were a point of reference that, soprano was making so i couldn't not talk about that for instance um when uh soprano asked me she was like oh you know um we were just talking about things that we wanted to do possibly in the future if we lasted long and she was like oh she said that 
you know, she's never had a relationship during New Year's, and she and she was asking me, you know, if I would be her first, you know, New Year's Eve kiss. And I was like, oh yeah, sure, like no no problem. But then you know, she was like, well, did you ever have that? And I was like, yes, <laughs> I was like yes, I did. You know, my first ever New Year's kiss was with my ex fiance, and I felt bad because. You know, I, I kind of like, you know, not shitted on, but let's say I poo-pooed on her dream with me and basically said, was like, oh, yeah, you know, been there, done that, you know, because it's like, well, how, like, how, you know, I'm sure it would have been nice if I never did that, too, so we can both do it and then it'd be our first times. But now she's, quote unquote, competing with a memory of me doing it with my ex-fiance, you know? Not to say that I'm keeping that memory alive. It's just that it's a memory. So we can't ever, you know, it can't be as magical as it could have been. So I you know, I, feel, I feel bad about stuff like that, like always bringing her up. But I'm just like, yo, that's, you know, that's just, that's just how it is. So there's kind of like three points to um, the situation that I want to talk about where it's like, okay, either... You go to a place that you've met, that you've been to before, or something that your significant other says that your ex used to say. And like the third is going to an event with your significant other that you once went with with your ex. So those those are interested. So those are interesting. So first part, going to like a place that you once frequented with your ex, you know, Again, like I said at the beginning, um, um, I don't know if I've gone to a place yet that I've gone to before, but you know, there there are some people who have taken their dates to the same places that they've taken their other dates before. But I but I guess there's also degrees too, because if those dates were never anything of significance, then I guess sure, I guess it's okay that you've taken this date to a mexican restaurant that you that you like that you've taken multiple women there before because they were never really serious they never amounted to anything but i guess i'm talking with something with more significance let's say like for instance there's this old steakhouse uh that i used to go to with my ex-fiance that i will never take my new girl too you know because it's kind of it's it, it it holds a special place now granted um some of you guys might say oh you know you're holding too much sentimental value to that place you know it's just a place you can do that and you know what you're not necessarily wrong but at the same time how would that convo go like let's say if i go to if i take her to the the steakhouse and she's like oh babe wow this is a great place like how did you pick this place up like well you know this is the place that me and my ex would celebrate our anniversary every year <laughs> you know what i mean like that's a horrible that's a horrible thing to say like wait what you took your ex here every year you know what i mean and also check this out so i would take her there you know there was one time where I took her Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is in February, and our um, anniversary was in October. You know, so 
that's mad months in between and the manager he he remembered us like so much that he remembered us he remembered what we ordered like i remember on our anniversary we went there like yo let's go there and he was like oh my god i mean he didn't remember our names but he remembered us he was like oh yeah you you all hey how you guys doing you know like oh yeah let me take your let me take your pictures guys oh yeah you ordered the blah 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 and you she ordered the blah 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 and i'm like yo yeah like it was insane what he remembered and the only reason why i remembered the stuff that i ate was because i took a picture of it so i remembered but this guy sees you know probably probably sees hundreds of people every day so to remember us like what what was february so march april may june july august september october uh eight months eight months later you remember remember us one and two what we ordered so imagine me bringing you know this new chick in there granted it's 10 years later but still you know bringing my new chick bring soprano and then I'm like, yeah, can I get the, no, I remember you, man. Oh, who's this new chick? Oh, you ain't with the other one no more? Or whatever. But no, but regardless, even if the manager didn't even know us, didn't even know us and stuff like that. But it's just the fact that I would, I used to bring, you know, you know, I used to use this as my anniversary thing. You know, it's like, no, you don't do that. That's, that's wrong. You, you shouldn't do that. You know? Um, And it just, and it just. And and who and who's to say that you know the the significant other you know wouldn't be mad at you for doing that you know so it it just reminds me of this um uh, audio clip that I heard from uh that I went on uh, IG for uh it's from uh Celise Rose you know her you know super duper cool comedian chick you know she's been doing it for a very long time. Um, she came, she came up with this thing. Um, yeah, it was, it was so funny. It was, it was talking about like, you know, a rela- a relationship at the beginning and a relationship, you know, a couple months later. And it just, you know, it just enforced the stuff in my head about this subject matter. And I think it's hilarious to me. Um, so here, I'm going to play it for you. Um, I hope I don't get copywritten or whatever. You know, it's not mine. It's Elise, it's Elise Rose's, uh, audio. Um, I'm gonna play the I'm gonna play the first part. You know how it is in the beginning, and then how it is. You know years later and stuff like that, or 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 another time. All right. I love going on walks with you. Do you really? I do. Dude, honestly, like I love that you brought me because the scenery is so beautiful. Like no, no, you're beautiful. Stop. I'm serious. Shut, dude, shut up. You know what I mean? So like. That's that. That's the first part. Very nice. Very cute. You know. But then now, here's the second part. I love going on these walks with you, baby. Do you really? Yeah. How many other bitches have you brought here? Why do you always gotta bring shit up like that? Oh, so you have. <laughs> oh, so you have. Why do you always gotta nice. ruin things? You brought me here. Are you serious? Can we just go on our walk? No, I'm good. You can walk. Home. Yeah. So, <laughs> I just think that just hilarious because, <laughs> because you know chicks they're like yo wait hold up because you know they want to not to say that they're not special but you know chicks want to be special and whatever you do with them they want they want that time to be the first time with you and then you know if you if they find out that that special time is not special because you've done it before you know just just like uh freaking olivia rodrigo where it's like um 
So when are you going to tell her that we did that too? She thinks it's special, but it's all reused. That was our place. I found it first. You know what I mean? So, yo, some of these chicks are vindictive, man. They're like, hold on, hold on. Nah, that's my place, bro. Or, you know, the the one, the new chick is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You've, you've been here with somebody before and you tried to be all romantic with me and you've been here before? Well, but whoa, whoa, who was she? What's her name? How long did you guys go out for? You know, so it gets, it gets crazy. So, um, I went to, um, I went online and I went to Kiora. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but I, you know, I put in the question, you know, uh, about, uh, you know, taking, taking a new significant person where you brought your ex. And yeah, the question that came up was, is it okay to take my girlfriend to a restaurant where I met my ex? And the question is, is it disrespectful to take someone on a date to the same places you've taken other people? And one person wrote in, her name is Sharon Williams. She says, I think it depends on the place and the circumstances. If you take your girlfriend to a favorite restaurant that you frequented like every week with an ex, I would say it is disrespectful. If you take your girlfriend to a restaurant that you went to once or twice with others, it is fine as long as you do not make a point of saying things like, I bring all my girlfriends here, or Sally loved this place when I brought her, or Susan used to beg me to bring her here. That would make it disrespectful and tacky. But saying you can never take your girlfriend to a place you have been before, you must you must keep finding new places would be ridiculous. And another person named Frank Langbin says, I don't think it's disrespectful. Of course, while you're there, don't go on and on reminiscing about what a wonderful time you and Susie had at that place. If you lived in if you've lived in one area a while, you've probably taken dates to most places in the area. Are you really supposed to go to only new places with a new date? Very valid. <laughs> you know? So I completely understand. So yeah, and there's there's one point in there that um I wanted to do uh, that I wanted to point out is that for um her birthday, for Soprano's birthday, I want to take her on a boat cruise, and I haven't gone to one of those since the last time I celebrated my ex's birthday by going on a cruise but the thing is she brought she bought she brought the cruise um tickets and i was like so pissed about that i was like like i wanted to do that but you know she did it just because i was bored at the time you know so i was just like oh man but um it was the same thing going on a boat cruise uh in the city and i don't know it's like a two three hour thing a three hour tour um and i wanted to do that but I think I think that should be all right, right? Like, you know, um, I don't think there should be necessarily a problem with that. Um, but yeah, I I totally I totally understand. Um, what the where these people are coming from? It's just that you know I just don't want her to be like, oh my god, like you did a birthday, you did a cruise thing and a birthday thing. Oh my god, like what's going on? You know, um, but I don't know. I I think it I think it'd be a a, a sweet idea. I would like that. I even asked another friend of mine and they were like, oh, you know, if you know, if you know, if, if you've been to like an Olive Garden and you take the same 
you know, X there. Like, you know, you shouldn't do that. I mean, not that you shouldn't do that. It's like, it's fine. It's an Olive Garden. It's whatever. Um, but just like Susan said, yeah, if you, if you go to a restaurant, like that same restaurant every week, that's a no, no. Um, but one thing my friend said was that it'd be different if you went to an Olive Garden and stuff like that. But no, because an Olive Garden is wherever. I mean, there's an Olive Garden everywhere. So it's, it's not, it, it shouldn't be an issue. But the issue is, is like, let's say that, um, that there's a park that I would go to all the time and we went and there's a specific bench at a specific area in the park that I would take my ex all the time to like, I cannot bring my new significant other to that bench, you know? And yeah, I completely understand that, that, that place is sacred, you know, um, for whatever, whatever reason, you know, that place is sacred. So I definitely understand that. So like, yeah, that would, that would be absolutely disrespectful. She's like, oh my God, this place is so secluded. How did you find this place? Oh yeah. You know, me and my ex used to like sit in this very, uh, bench and look at into this, you know, look at, you know, the view from the park and all that stuff. And it's like, what? Like this exact place, Mm-hmm. this exact place, <laughs> you know, that's messed up. That'd be messed up. So, um, so moving on to the second, um, arena, um, something your significant other says that your ex used to say to you, um, there haven't really been that much things that Soprano has said that, you know, awakened something in my head. The only thing that she's really said was, uh, you know, she calls me, um, sometimes she calls me like honey bunny and I've never been called that before except from my from my ex-fiance she used to call me that um all the time so at the beginning stages i was just like whoa you know i mean i never said it she's never seen my expression when she has called me that it's always been via text so when i would see it i was like oh wait wait, hmm?" like oh that's that that reminds me of something (laughs) you know what i mean so but I wouldn't, I'm, but I, I wouldn't, I'm not going to tell her to like, stop calling me that. If she wants to call me that, she absolutely can call me that. You know, it's just, and it, and I'm not even going to say it's me that has to get over it. Cause there's nothing really to get over. It's just that like, oh, this is a familiar phrase that someone else that, 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 you know, that someone else used to call me like, that's it. I don't need to like sit down and contemplate, you know, my life and shit like that. <laughs> you know, it's just that like, oh yeah. Mm, someone else used to call me that. Um, yeah, um, but that's not even the worst part because I remember a time like, like if, if, if a nickname would, you know, uh, if a nickname would, you know, make me trip, this would actually make me fall because, um, the nickname's nothing. This one was like a real trip when I used to remember Ellen, my, uh, friends with benefits, her name Ellen's name, her real name is the same name as my ex-fiance and they have the same like body type, you know, like, so imagine that, remember she was my friends with benefits. Okay. So imagine me getting it on, you know, and stuff like that. And then calling Ellen by her name, which is my ex-fiance's name. You know what I mean? It was, and it was surreal because, you know, they like felt similar so it was like a vanilla sky type of moment 
if anybody remembers that movie, you know, it's with Tom Cruise, I believe Penelope Cruz and uh, Cameron Diaz. And I think, yeah, I think that I haven't seen it in a very long time, but there's a point where he's making out with one of them. But then in another turn, he, he sees the other woman, you know, and it keeps going back and forth, back and forth. So, you know, at the early stages of that friends with benefits thing, like that would happen because it was like so surreal, just like, whoa, like they feel alike, you know, me holding her and clearly they have the same name. So it's just like, oh, my God, like, duh. <laughs> you know, talk about like memories and surrealness and all that stuff it's like crazy. But that's the worst that it's that's the worst that it's been. Um but yeah, so uh, I can I can handle a nickname, <laughs> especially after that. Um, and the 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 last part is um, going to an event that you once went with to your ex. So what's it called? Um, Soprano. Um, she's you know geek. I would say geek light. You know she she's into Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and stuff. But like I am, if. if if you were to compare her and I, I am like the bigger geek of the two. But she's never gone to Comic-Con before. Um, any Comic-Con. So, but she's always wanted to go to New York Comic-Con. And I'm like, oh, you know, as soon as I heard that, I was like, what? I was like, I'm a NYCC veteran. You and I were going. You know, she's like, oh, my God, really? I'm like, hell yeah. So we're planning on going this year. But at the same time, I remember... And I think you guys remember that you know, I used to take my ex to New York Comic Con all the time when we were together. We went together all we went together four times while we were together. And not only that, our anniversary was around that time. It it was always the first week. It was always the same week, you know, our anniversary and. Uh, Comic Con, so that would always be our an our anniversary gift to each other, uh, of amongst other things. But like that was always like the yep anniversary gift. This is how we're celebrating going to Comic Con. So when we broke up in 2012, um, I stopped going. Well, I I stopped going for a very long time because I always um um not envisioned. I always not pictured. I always um associated. I always associated Comic Con with our relationship, you know, um, because her with um my ex fiance it was the same thing. Um, she never gone to Comic Con. All of her previous partners like made fun of her because she wanted to go because they weren't geeks. And so when she found me and she was like, "Wait, you want to go to Comic Con?" I was like, "Hell yeah, I want to go to Comic Con. I've actually been there." She's like, "Oh my god, let's go!" I was like, "All right, bet we're going." So we went all four years. <clears throat> so well, yeah, when we broke up, I I associated that with Comic Con, and I ne and I was like, "All right." I'm, you know, not going. Well, back then I was like, I'm never going again, you know. And I didn't go for a while, um, because I didn't want to. It, it was one, it was too hurtful. Two, I didn't want to like run into her. And you'd be surprised. I mean, granted, yeah, like in the four days, I think there's like 150,000 people there, uh, in in uh in total in some. But I have run into people that I know 
while being at Comic-Con. Friends, you know, when I used to work at uh, uh, GameStop, I used to see people, I, I used to see customers there. And they're like, oh my God, Martini, what's going on? I was like, oh shit, what's up, man? You know, I'm like, whoa, how the hell did I freaking see you guys? You know, because there's so many people. But yeah, you'd get to see him. And I didn't want to freaking see her there, you know, with anybody else that wasn't me. You know, like that was a very trying time. But, um, the but you know, I started to, after like four years, I was missing it. So I decided to like work my way up. So I went to Toy Con in 2016 in the city. Then I went to uh, Hudson Valley Comic Con in in uh uh in 2016 then i finally a friend of mine wanted to go with her go with his wife and they needed sort of like a tour guide because it was like listen this is going to be our first time there we don't know what we're doing blah 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 i was like you know what all right cool let's go so you know we went there and it was it was cool but like half the time i was like looking behind my back it's like oh shit you know she here she here and then my friend was like dude like yo just relax man just have fun just it's okay man that's all right you're gonna have fun i was like "Uh, i don't know i don't know so but you know for the most part it was fun like they had a good time there they there was they were glad that i went and i was glad that i went because it was you know i was four years for removed from something that i love to do then i but i still needed like that you know, I still needed that freedom. So then I went to Atlanta and I, and I met my other friend. I went to their first, I went to Atlanta's first Comic-Con in in 2018. Then I went to an East Coast Comic-Con in 2019. And that's where I met, um, Kevin Conroy and RIP and Lauren Lester and also Andrea Romano. Um, so I saw them. And then last year, 2022, I decided to go back to Comic-Con after, you know, enough, like, what was that? What, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2021, 2022? After a six-year hiatus from New York Comic-Con, I decided to go last year. And I went with my nieces because I, I realized that I never took my nieces to Comic-Con. And that's freaking a, tra- a, a travesty, you know, because I'm the one who, I'm the one who taught them what they know about superheroes and stuff like that and of course you know they're old enough that they've gotten into their own things like anime they they read manga all by themselves so like they surpassed me in in in, ter- in terms of geekdom but you know i i taught them the old shit you know what i'm saying i'm the og all right so i was like yeah let's freaking go so when i went yeah maybe like 10 percent of the time i had to remind my not remind myself i was like oh wait like she, she might be here but i'm like you know what fuck it you know and i just had fucking fun and i was like because i'm here with my nieces having a good time they they saw all their like childhood like characters come to life they saw people playing you know being in cosplay with uh people um with with the characters that they loved growing up and, and all that stuff and it was just so much fun and like i just completely forgot about that whole mess so it was all cool it was all it was all great. I'm I'm glad that I I went to that. So now this year, I can't fucking wait to go, you know, and um show Soprano what's 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 going on. You know what I mean? And and hey, and what's her face? You know, she you know my ex fiance might be there, you know, with her husband, but 
fuck it you know what i'm saying i don't care like i'm gonna i cannot yo you don't understand when she when soprano told me that she's never been and i'm like yo i want to take you because i love showcasing not necessarily comic-con but showing a side that i've always been afraid to kind of show in public because you know people make fun of you don't freaking get it twisted yeah 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 marvel's whatever marvel's uh uh try to make you know being a geek cool but fuck that it's not all right <laughs> it's like um it's it's still it's still I'm not, I'm not saying it's still something to be ashamed of you shouldn't be ashamed of being a geek i'm just saying it's not as mainstream as marvel would like you to think so when she was like yeah i want to go to comic-con i'm like oh my god i can let my geek flag fly with this chick let's fucking go and i can't wait to like show her things She's going to see a completely different side of me. I'm going to be like a kid in a candy store and she's going to freaking giggle and laugh and all that stuff. And I can't, I can't wait to show her that side of me. Um, and the, the big thing is I can't wait to, to show her things that she normally, you know, she regularly likes. I mean, she likes Harry Potter and she likes, um, uh, Lord of the Rings. And those are still, I mean, those properties are both 20 years old, but like, trust me, there's plenty of things that are there and i guarantee there'll be at least some people in cosplay that we can take you know pictures of with each other and stuff like that like i'm i'm all good with that like it's gonna be it's gonna be a grand old time and i can't fucking wait um but yeah so i went to i went to google and i looked to see if i saw any um any uh not anecdotes but any any stories pertaining to or any articles pertaining to the subject matter and i saw one and said what to do if you're in a relationship and still thinking about your ex it's not necessarily the same thing as what as what i'm explaining but it still has some good stuff in it so this is from uh bustle.com and um it goes like this you know it says memories of relationships stay with us for a long time so it's not healthy to wait until they're completely forgotten before moving on. Uh, instead, focus on how well you're able to connect with your new partner. That's more important. And some of the uh, there's different um, categories that'll go down, and I and I'll read them to you. It says, um, happy memories don't mean you want to get back together. The first thing you should remember: taking a trip down memory lane doesn't necessarily mean you're pining for your ex thoughts and memories aren't signs that you're not ready to move on they're just thoughts and memories view them as simply that and try to remove any conclusions you may be jumping to in your mind i mean then that yeah that's good i mean why not i like that that's a very good thing it's yeah just because you're having memories and stuff like that doesn't mean like oh man you know is this new person right for me or blah blah blah. like it's not even that serious it's just like oh yeah i remember when i was at this place with you know my ex hmm cool you you know it's just it's just a memory it's like full circle um figure out what your feelings are while looking back on old memories is natural constantly thinking about your ex even if you hate them can be a sign that you're not over them or the relationship um if they yeah if they don't pique your interest you're over them so if you find yourself daydreaming about your ex all the time that could be a signal that there's some unfinished business there for one reason or another see now that's different (laughs) 
you know, if you keep thinking about your ex, like that's like, you know, that's that's freaking different. Um what else was here? Um avoid comparing. It's inevitable that you'll measure up your current relationship to prior ones. After all, your exes are your reference point for relationship experience. But it's like comparing apples to oranges. Remember, it's not fair to compare a new relationship to one that may have lasted a much longer time. Be patient. Absolutely. Again, you know, it's 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 all memories. Don't like go crazy trying to compare. But I mean, how can you not? You know, like instantly you're with someone else and you're going in, you're going, you're doing the same motions that you did with a previous partner. So I completely understand where those comparisons and contrasting things happen, but you shouldn't necessarily dwell on that, even though that might be the basis for relationship because you're like, oh, you know, my last ex didn't do this, but you're doing that. So you are a better catch than my ex you know i can understand that but i mean you don't have, you don't necess- you don't necessarily have to like dwell on it focus on your new relationship why dwell on the past when you could live in the present the saying holds true when it comes to relationships but that's often easier said than done to help um Recommend spending time actively considering what you like about your existing partnership. Understanding exactly why your current partner makes you happy can help you feel more present in the relationship without constantly referring back to your ex. That's good too. You know, that that's a good thing. Um, Man, I really love a lot of things about my partner, about Soprano. Um, Like every day, she she gives me like something new to be happy about to smile about like she makes me fucking laugh just with just the just the corny shit that she be saying like you know dumb dad jokes that are like hilarious with her she makes me smile because she's fucking cute um she's sexy at times you know like mm. she and she's just awesome and the things that we share with each other like the other night um well we're going to a uh well for one we're going to a her first wrestling house show you know um and i find that to be cool that she's that she's even down to do that um other you know people in the past uh, that i've talked to wouldn't even blink an eye with that they'd be like i wouldn't even ask them because like it would just seems that they're so disinterested about that stuff but like that stuff's like important to me you know, and for her to consider it, she's like, oh, okay, well, you know, that's awesome, like, why not, and so, you know, I just can't take her to a house show and be like, all right, here it is, you know, I had to, like, work her up to it, so I'm like, okay, you know what, let's, let's watch a documentary, a wrestling documentary, just to see what you're, like, getting into, and she was like, all right, cool, so we watched, um, Edge, The Second Mountain, and I, I believe that's a great primer for anybody who isn't interesting to want to know what it's about because it's a great story about a person an athlete wanting to get back to what he loves doing and that's not anything different from somebody in football somebody in soccer 
somebody in basketball, you know, or whatever, just going back and doing what you love that, that, that was that, that what happened to you was taken away from you, you know, early and you didn't want, and you had to retire, but you didn't, but you didn't want to retire, but now you have the time and the chance to get back. What an awesome redemption story. Why not watch that? And we watched it. I mean, I already saw it, but she saw it and she fucking loved it. She absolutely loved the documentary. Well, first of all, she loves documentary, documentaries in, in general, but she fucking loved it, you know? And I was like, that's fucking awesome, you know? So she's like, you know, amped to go. And I, and I showed her some other like, you know, smaller clips of like wrestling and stuff, but she loved it. So, I mean, I just love that, you know, she's like into, you know, it, it, into my shit, um, she she's warm she's cute um she's very supportive she's very caring um i i just love the adulation that you know she gives me when i do something right for her you know like hold on let me let me read something to you you know hope she doesn't get embarrassed so like you know the the you know that night that i showed her the documentary you know i left i left there late and and i left there late left her house late and it takes me like an hour to get home so i got i got home you know super late and then i'm like hey you know i got home baby you know you know not have a good night but like you know i just want to i'm almost you know she says you know please text me when you get home so that's what i did i was like hey i got home she was like oh like thank you she's like i'm so appreciative of you and i'm so lucky you came into my life you are everything i ever wanted i'm grateful to you for your love time affection soup tissues everything i'm so glad you made it home safe now sleep soundly my big cuddly bear i miss you already you know and if you didn't get like the soups and tissues and things like she asked me um you know, like at my job to get her like like one of those like travel tissues you know that come like six or eight to a pack so i got her a lot of those you know um she's like oh give me like six or eight packs of those things i was like all right cool but she's been suffering from i think like allergies or something like that so from because i only see her weekly so from one week like she's been having this she's been hocking up a cough or whatever so i'm like you know what let me buy her some like some Campbell's soup like regular tomato soup and some chicken noodle soup with the soda on the side you know what i mean so um that's what i did but she didn't she didn't know that she only thought that i got her the tissue so when i came in i was like oh here you go she's like what's all this i was like yo you got a monster cold you need to get rid of that shit <laughs> you know so she saw the soup and everything. She was like, oh, my God, like, you always go above and beyond. And, oh, my God, I appreciate you so much. And, you know, and this is her going above and beyond, you know. And and she, you know, she freaking, like, loves me, you know. And I love her, too. And um, it, it's it's crazy because I'll, show, I'll give you another example. Uh, next week, I won't be able to see her just because my manager is going on vacation. So I need to take their shift so now i'm closing i'm closing on the day that i usually see her so what does she tell me she's like hey listen you know um i know you won't be able to come uh to you know my house but the cool thing is like hey why don't we see if we can if i can come and see you 
and you know get breakfast with you before you come to before you go to work and it, and and I'm like in my head I'm like what what the cuz again we li- we live an hour away from each other and we're only going to spend like the most the, the most I can give her is 2 hours you know what I mean and then I got to I got to head to work but she's still down to do that like how fucking amazing is that that like sends me to the moon you know what I mean like I fucking love that so fuck yeah I got a lot of shit to say and and you know really look at this relationship um in a positive light and don't even need to think about the you know the last one for like for what like this is this is great you know what I mean and hey speaking of that shout out to Mr. Eccentric Ricardo for saying that exact same thing that once I found the one you know I will think about the one that used to be one a lot shorter and it won't hurt as much or at all episode 37 she's had such an impact in my life that there will always be a little piece of my heart that is dedicated to her and i'm sorry for any future suitors <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> that might might hear that one thing i will say to that i can honestly say if and when the time comes when you do find find that again she won't be just because it, it, the, the fulfillment that you will get from that that one when if and when she comes along again it it will completely overpower any and everything you, you, you had going on prior. As much as I kind of obsessed over that situation and with the ex and whatnot, because I had already started to shift towards that with my wife, the minute I saw my ex, I was like, no, oh, that's not there anymore. Mm. So at least have some solace in that, that there is a time that will come eventually at some point that it will subside. Yeah, so it's freaking, you know, amazing. And 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 speak and speaking about, you know, my ex. You know, I I uh, uh, you know I I saw something pertaining to my ex the other day, and you know, an unbeknownst to me, you know, it was just something that I that I found out. And for once, in a very very long time, I didn't feel any anguish, any dread, fret or fear you know because before i remember I, I remember saying this to you that um i don't know what i would do if like i saw her at the mall or something like that because i haven't seen her in such a in such a long time because there was just so much unresolved emotions in my body that like i didn't know whether if, like you know like to like you know, run up and kiss her or like push her or whatever, or, or just run the other way if I saw her. Cause I didn't know, you know, cause there was so much unanswered questions in, in my, in my mind, you know, and I kept her memory alive so hard, but like, yeah, when I found out about that thing, I was like, Whoa, this is, this is great. I didn't feel a damn thing. Like, this is awesome. You know, I, I, I've moved on and I can just see her you know, for the great person that she is, you know, but from afar, <laughs> you know, I don't need to contact her or anything like that, you know, but regardless, no pain, no pining, 
no more self-inflicted masochism you know the the emotional shackles have left me and i feel great you know so it's fucking awesome you know it's it, it's it's so good um so i just want to you know take the time out now to be like this is pretty much the thing that i wanted to do from the beginning and um my biggest pet peeve is when people don't think that i know what i'm doing you know so let me explain so like i was on a instagram live with uh mr eccentric uh ricardo and i was talking about how you know like pretty much like almost almost a year ago uh, almost a year ago now and I was saying that like I was going to make these episodes and I was going to take the time to detox what was going inside of me I want to give you the floor to essentially introduce the episode and give just your quick synopsis of, of what it means from your from your perspective well I mean <laughs> and, it, and it is a long title so Forgive me, even though it's my episode, I'm probably gonna mess it up. But it's pretty good. But it's uh, on a scale from coffee, no, from coffee to milk. How black am I? Weighing my options versus your truth. And essentially, I mean, it's it's been it's been a long time coming to do that episode. Also, too, it, it kind of is in like a running of just upcoming episodes that again have to deal with this journey of like self-awareness self-esteem dealing with the opposite sex and coming out of that i guess reborn you know like kind of like a phoenix or whatever and then like all right living this new life i've talked about everything all right now that that's in the past let's see what goes on forward you know and this was this was in celebration of episode 100 that i was talking that i was talking to him about and you know he was congratulating me on how prevalent that episode was and that he really liked it a lot and i was saying yeah you know there's more to come of those you know not necessarily not necessarily saying like the series of the um coffee and the milk first coffee um series but more so like the very introspective things to again take care of these emotional shackles and those episodes were episode 114 to all the girls i've liked before we had chemistry but were we ever even really compatible episode 124 nice for what what has being good ever gotten you your time is up my time is now episode 132 to my ex-fiance happy 10th anniversary the highs and lows goodbyes and hellos x's and o's and number then episode 144 love is a battlefield inside an overthinker's mind back in the world of dating all those episodes were pre-planned a year ago okay because it was meant to get everything out that i needed answering and stuff like that and you know some people like those episodes and some people didn't i mean i got a lot of feedback from you know love is a battlefield and people were you know saying like yo man you good you all right man like you you kind of sound like you know 
kind of like I sound like an asshole on here and stuff like that. And you know, like, oh, like, what, what's going on? It's like, oh, well, first of all, you know what I mean? Like, I thought you guys wanted me wanted me to be an asshole, but now that I am one, or 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 at least sound like one, you guys can't take it. So, like, which which one is it? You can't ask me to be an asshole or like do a heel turn or something like that, and then get mad at how heelish that I can be. You know, you can't determine that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it's like, um people questioning me like why i would do that like why would I, why would i have that episode or say half of the things that i said or you know some people questioning why i even made the happy 10th anniversary episode and it's like dude cuz i had to you know i mean i know probably you guys wouldn't do something like that and that's fine but you and i are different you know i had some things that i had to get off my chest and i did you also have to understand that that anger and I guess that assholeness or whatever was coming from frustration. You know what I mean? Like, you have to understand. Again, I, I say it all the time, you know, uh, 43 not being in love, you know, for 10 years while everybody around you has been winning for 10 years. You know what I mean? Like, most of my friends who are married are have have celebrated their 10 year anniversary already you know some of them are on there like going on 15 you know what i mean so they've had a decade of bliss with their significant other you know what i mean so it's just like whoa you'll never understand how it is to be lonely at this at this age because you haven't been lonely in over 10 years you don't know what that is you know You've had somebody to support you, to love you, to be with you, to guide you, to, to like, you know, root for you. And then, and then you have your kids who look up to you all the time, you know? So, yeah, I was freaking frustrated. You know what I mean? I'm just like, what the, like, what the fuck? Why can't I, you know, get this going, you know? Um, so, I mean, I, I don't, I don't blame I don't necessarily blame the women that put me in this situation, but I was just saying like, yo, how come we can't move this forward? And, 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 and why are all these things happening to me? Yeah. Yes. You know, some people might say it's my fault. It's my fault. Agree to disagree. You know, I, I've, I've told you as, as non-biased as I can, the stories that I, that have happened. If you believe it's my fault, then that's what you believe. And you believe your truth, I'll believe mine. But that doesn't take away the frustration that I felt dealing with these women and and overall just dealing with the the frustration that I had just running into these awkward situations and I'm just like, "What? What's going on? Like, why am I dealing with this at this age?" You know, so yeah, I I was going ham. I was going hard, you know, because I was so frustrated with the situation, and I'm not taking those feelings back, because again, you know, like come come at me when you know you understand how it is to be lonely at this stage i'm not saying lonely in life when you were like 18 or 19 or something like that no i'm talking about being alone 
and failing time and time again at 43 and tell me you wouldn't be just as mad. You Oh, guess what? Spoiler alert, you can't because you've been happy for 15 years now with the love of your life. You know, you don't understand how that feels like. You know, maybe, maybe some of you might understand, you know, that is divorced and, you know, my age, you know, so, or, or, or maybe even older, but I'm just talking about, you know, the camp that I, that I know, like the, like the 20 to 30 some odd friends that I have who are married, you know, for seriously, like a lot of y'all for like 10, definitely at least 10 years. Like 98% of you guys have been married for 10 years, um, 10 plus, and you have not been lonely. You have, you don't even know what lonely is because you have your wife and or your kids. Matter of fact, you want to be alone because your, 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 um, your significant other, your, your, your spouse, you know, is either up your ass or your kids are up your ass. That's how, that's how much you're not alone. Is because you is because you want to freaking find a bathroom, you know, for two seconds, and you know, watch a YouTube video or take a shower without your significant other or your child saying something to you, you know, trying to find you. So yeah, I was frustrated, and not taking it back. You know, and I had to listen to myself. I can't listen to what other people are doing. Or, or, or what they would do in this situation. It's not your situation to have. It's my situation. So like yeah. You know, and, 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 and look where and look where it's gotten me. It's gotten me to a great space where, you know, I don't think about my ex. I'm free. I'm having a fantastic time with Soprano. And we're taking it day by day. And every day is fucking phenomenal. So I'm glad that I did Every single one of those, every single one of those episodes, because it helped me in the long run, and so, you know, I had to listen to myself. I can't listen to everybody else. I can't listen to what you think that I should be doing with my life, you know, because if if I started listening to everybody else, I wouldn't be me. If I listened to my mom ten years ago, I would be a single father with a ten year old, because she wanted me to freaking have a child with my ex-fiance before we even got married just because she was so fixated on having grandchildren and look where that have gotten us you know we wouldn't we would have never gotten married and she would be with the husband that she has now and her and i would have a kid like you know what i mean like who who would want that i don't want that you know if i listen to my dad um about what type of chick that i would freaking have it would be with a freaking haitian chick because i knew exactly which Haitian chick he wanted me to be with, but she's a single mother now who had a child with her high school sweetheart. You know? Again, no. If I listened to my brother about what chick I should have in the in the first place, it'd probably be a black chick. You know what I mean? And I'd be missing out on what I have now. So, there, you know, I, I, I saw this quote from, I saw this IG reel from a Toast to Life podcast. And it was, and it was great. Because it, it, the person said, there's nobody in this world that can say anything about me that I haven't said myself. Do I go through depression as a man? Yeah, I do. Do I cry? Yes, I do. But do I get up every fucking day and go to work? Yes, I fucking do. You know? So, like, yeah, I'll 
freaking have good days i'll have bad days but they're my days to be had and you cannot tell me what you think i need to do in order to get where you think you want me to be there's always somebody who has had that mindset you know around me and and i hate that shit like like i remember there was there was one like manager that i used to have and he's like oh yeah you know yo i'm gonna make you a great you know assistant manager oh i have plans for you i got plans for you excuse me you have plans for me no i have plan i have plans for me you know there, there's somebody else a co-worker that i have he's like oh man i can make you a great podcaster or like you know he would look at my physique oh man yo i can make you a monster in the gym you know like don't worry man like i got you that like, we're gonna be a great team why are you making me a team with you no don't do that like I, i'm fine by myself and then there's this other dude who I used to be on a, you know, I, I did some podcast episodes with, and he's like, yo, man, you and me, we could be a great, we could be a great team, you know, like, you know, you, uh, you know, I'll be the hater, and you could be the straight guy, and like, yo, we can make, we can make mad money, we can make mad money, that was over three years ago, okay, three, fast forward three years ago, he's only on episode four, and he has a book out, and that's being flagged by Amazon for false, false reviews, he, you know, he's, he's been, he's been stuffing the ballads as, as it were, you know, and he's only on episode four, three years, three years later, I'm 151 episodes deep and I won an award. Why do I need him? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm the fucking man, but I know what the fuck I'm doing. You know, that doesn't mean I'm the best at it. I'm not saying that. And I will never say that. I'm just saying with the stuff in my head and my intellect, I know what I'm doing and what I want to do. So there's that, you know. Um, so please, for all the people who who have been, you know, coming at me for those for the you know for those episodes or whatever, you know, worried about me, I'm good. Thank you. I I appreciate that, but I know what the fuck I'm doing, you know, because now. I'm in an amazing spot. I feel great. I feel good. You know, um, my life is moving forward socially anyway. You know, still need to get that new job. But as of right now, I'm great, man. I'm right as rain, you know, and I I feel amazing. You know, so there's that. (laughs) All right. So um, there's, I mean, there's nothing much more to say about the subject matter, but yeah, you know, um, everybody goes through those things where it's like, okay, um, I need to, uh, you know, I, like those, those memories are gonna, are gonna come back to you and it's, and it's up to you if there are more than memories or they're daydreams or they're just, you know, thoughts, fleeting thoughts that are like, oh yeah, I'm, I, I know why I'm feeling this way because of this situation. You know, oh, because, oh, yeah, the last time I was here, I was with this chick and it was cool, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then that's it. You know, no, you, you don't need to stress over it unless you do need to stress over it and you need to reevaluate what's going on in your life and what you need to do with your significant other. If you need if you want to move forward or you're like, you know what, I do have some unfinished business, you know, so there's that. All right. So we're near the end of the episode, um, but we're not done. You know what time it is? It's the and self edition. It's the Skin Deeps, the and self edition card game. And we are on card number uh, 136. 
So, 136, let's see what, is, see what it has in store for me. What is the best question to ask that will serve me the most? Um, is there a future in this? That's all that I care about. <laughs> you know, so with my relationship and also with job career, I would like to know, is there a future in this? Because that's what I need. You know, that like that's that's what I need to happen. Is there a future in this? Because I am tired of wasting time. I'm tired of stopping and going. I want to get on a track and go until I reach my destination, not take a detour, not stop for directions, not freaking um, just give up and, and, and go home. Uh, like, and this is with relationship and career, like relationship. I want to know where this is going. Let, let's go. And, and with the relationship thing, it's going great. I, I, I believe, you know, if, if all, if all things go well, we are going to go far career wise. I know that my current job is a dead end, especially now with the circumstances that that's happening now. Um, I, you know, with, with new jobs, I would like to know if there's a future in it and I don't want to, you know, get some rinky dinky ass job anymore. You know, I want that, you know, possibly real deal. Let's make this bank. Let's get this money. You know, you know, let's get this, whatever. Let's get this house. Let's get this car. Let's get this future with this, with Soprano, you know, cause I'm thinking about her in my future. Yes. It's that serious. You know, she, she, she is in my future. So I want to include her in that. So let's go. Where, what are we doing? What, what, what's going on? Where, where can I get them? The, you know, the most buck, the most bucks for my bang or whatever, and and see what's going on you know none, none of this you know little rinky dinky bullshit you know and also with my writing career too my my creativity you know is this good for my future because you know pretty soon i'm going i'm going to be expanding you know my network or whatever you know i'm going to be looking into more things of what i can do and you know i'll just take it from there you know what i mean and and because i i definitely don't want to stop doing this so i just need to see if if there's a future in it you know i mean that's it that's all that's all i can really ask for you know so yeah that's that's it what what is the best question to ask that'll serve me the most is there a future in it that's it all right, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Listen Notes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is at TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com and i'll read your suggestions on the next show so after today's episode i'm not saying i have the dating world figured out but i am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it thank you for listening my name is martini jean and i am the inquisitive nobody